I expect that you have been in church and heard the Palm Sunday story many times, as I have. And I expect you know that the story um, is simply this, that Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a donkey and people wave palm branches. The problem with being, with something being familiar is that it's good because we can recall the story, but the problem with familiar things is that we can miss them. We have a little phrase in our house. Um, I don't know whether you have something similar in yours. It's called mummy looking. Mummy looking occurs after one of the children, or even I, have lost something, and we have searched high and low for it. Usually it's something that needs to be found with great haste, um, uh, because one of the children has got to go to school, or because I've got to go out, or whatever it might be, and we cannot find it anywhere. And so... Uh, we go and ask Megan um, where, you know, has she seen whatever item it might be, PE kits, uh, props for a talk, you know, those kind of things that just get lost. And her response is, well, have you done mummy looking? And of course, mummy looking is the kind of looking where things actually get found. Uh, and usually uh, we say, yes, we've done mummy looking. Uh, and then she sends us off to go and do mummy looking again. <coughs> and, um, and when we then haven't found it for the third or fourth time, you know, there's a, there's a loving sigh and Megan will then go off to do proper mummy looking. And of course she comes back with whatever thing it was, usually within about 10 or 20 seconds, uh, and kind of looks at us and says, well, you should have done mummy looking. One of the things about being familiar with a passage is that it's quite possible to mislay things. So, uh, in order to get to the point, um, let me talk about English yew trees. Not because I want to get them chopped down, although there would be good precedent for chopping some of them down a little bit. In the 1960s, the yew trees in this churchyard were only about six or seven feet high, and Tom Perrier has photographic evidence. You would expect nothing less, would you? Yew trees have got a historic connection with English churchyards. It goes back... um, in terms of the yew's connection with England from before Christian times, the yew trees are known for their longevity. The shoots of yew trees, in fact, would be buried with early Christian burials because of the yew trees' ability to come back from the dead. Old yew's branches uh, would sometimes droop as far as the ground and those new branches would then take root and a whole new tree would be born. There's a yew tree right in the middle of Scotland which is, and possibly, it's certainly Scotland's oldest yew tree and possibly Europe's oldest yew tree is almost 3,000 years old. 
But there's another connection with yew trees. It's not just that your vicar has kind of gone off on one. I will get to the point. You see, on Palm Sunday, in English churches, palms were not readily available. But yew trees were. And on Palm Sunday, what would happen was that rather than palms being brought into church, I've made a start on one of the ones in the, in the, uh, in the churchyard, um, palm branches, uh, yew tree branches would be brought in and waved because they were the nearest thing that we had to palm branches. And so uh, that's the connection for yew trees and Palm Sunday. But there's another connection as well, which hopefully will make sense by the time I get to the end of this talk, which is not just that they were a substitute for palms, but this is the best wood to make an English longbow from. I I, I don't know whether you're familiar with that, but apparently it is. And in the medieval period, the English longbow was renowned it won the war and it, they, they would take up to four years to make in terms of drying and shaping the wood. So Mark, what have English yews and longbows really got to do with Palm Sunday? Well, I don't know about you, but I was brought up on the Good News Bible. Anyone else brought up on the Good News Bible? Anyone still got a Good News Bible? As few of you have. Well, if you have and you turn to one of the passages on Palm Sunday, I don't know whether this is the actual image from my Bible, um, but this is the image that I have etched on my brain for Palm Sunday from my Good News Bible. And my Good News Bible wore out over time. Uh, I did actually read it, and so it was covered at one point with uh, yellow gaffer tape. I was, you know, growing into my teenage years and trying to be funky. But these images were both helpful because they were illustrative, but also unhelpful because they get etched on your memory. And if we zoom in, we see the little man waving his palm branch. A beautiful illustration. But there's a problem. And the problem is this. To understand it, we need to go back to the book. You see, this is... Apart from the chanting of Hosanna and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord from Psalm 118, which uh, lots that the Gospels have in common, this is the three verses from John, Matthew and Luke. Luke doesn't mention branches or indeed palm branches. John does mention specifically that they are palm branches. Matthew says that they uh, laid their cloaks down and also that they uh, spread the palm branches before Jesus. 
And Mark says that many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches that they had cut in the fields. You see, the problem is that it doesn't actually say that they waved them. I know it's only a little thing. What it says is that they spread the palm branches on the road in front of Jesus. Now you might say, Mark, that's only a little thing. But I think it's huge. You see, in the Roman world, a palm branch carried deep symbolism. It was symbolism whereby the word was interchangeable with another word. If you said palm branch, then actually you would be referencing something else, and that thing would be this, victory. Palm branches and victory were synonymous. So much so that if a lawyer won a case in the forum, he would go and decorate his front door with palm branches. In fact, it's not just for what the Roman world If you look at Revelation chapter 7 verse 9, palms are clearly also a symbol of victory in the ancient biblical world for the Jewish people. Palms and victory are interchangeable. So what is going on on Palm Sunday? You see, I don't think that this is just the welcoming in of a king to Jerusalem. And yes, there is this hope that they will be saved by the Romans, that Jesus will come and save them from the Romans, but he's riding the wrong kind of animal. He's riding a donkey. They take their cloaks and they cover the horse, they cover the donkey and they cover the path where he will ride in, but they also come and take palm branches. And the Bible does not say that they waved them. They might well have waved them, I don't know. But the thing that it does say that they did was that they laid the palm branches in the path where the donkey would take Jesus. You see, what they did is they took the palm branches and they lay them at Jesus' feet. They lay this symbol of victory of we have won the day at the king's feet. That's so much more going on here. You see, what the people are saying is not just that you're the king, but that we want you to be our king. We surrender our victory to you. Everything to you. We lay it at your feet. And I wonder as you come to Easter Sunday, as you come to this Holy Week,
whether you are willing to lay everything down again. Whether you're willing to give life over as a gift to him. And the reason why I thought it was so important to bring in an English you today rather than a palm is because this is if this is also what we make our bows and arrows out of the weapons of war the weapons of victory and maybe it's time to lay those things down as well to lay down our victory but also to lay down our weapons at the feet of Jesus Christ if he's going to be king of his kingdom that means we don't get to be king we have to surrender to him let me pray Just a moment of quiet. In the noise and the celebration of that day. Of entering Jerusalem at festival time. The people took palms symbol of victory and laid them down in surrender for Jesus to walk over what do you need to lay down today Lord Jesus thank you that you love us that you are gracious Come and soften our hearts. That we would surrender to you as king. That we would allow you to rule and reign in our hearts, in our minds, and in our living. In Jesus' name, amen.